0: Welcome to The Hive Podcast, a show that helps inspire you to pursue your passions and ambitions. My name is Jared Spink, and I'm your host. I'm a photographer, videographer, and entrepreneur. Join me as I sit down with other entrepreneurs and creators to learn more about their process, how they've built communities around their brands, and the experiences they've had along the way. I hope that these conversations inspire you to pursue your goals. You're listening to The Hive Podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to the Hive podcast as always. Thank you for listening or watching each and every week. I am so happy you are here as always. I have another great guest lined up for you guys this week. So let's just dive into it. Let's welcome Watts or better known as visionary Watts everywhere on socials. What's up, dude? Not much. Um, thank you for having me. Yeah, of course, of <laughs> course. Of course. <laughs> That's like the stumble. Like the, how do you start the show? Hey, yeah. Thanks. thanks. Yeah. How you doing? <laughs> well, man, uh, I am super stoked to have you on. Um, you know, i I can't remember how I stumbled upon, uh, uh, across your work. I I think it was on Twitter, maybe.
1: It, yeah, uh, I was about to say it was. It was probably on Twitter. Yeah. Because I think, yeah, I remember our first interactions being there.
0: Yeah, I'm a big fan of what you create especially like i was immediately hooked to your wallpapers i'm not sure if you can tell in the background uh if you can see it but i have oh yeah i can see that yeah yeah on my desktop your wallpaper on my actually it's the same wallpaper i have on my laptop and on my phone so it's all just like coordinated and for anyone listening you should go watch because um Watts is uh wallpapers are are awesome you make a, a couple different ones so um thanks for putting those out there and uh uh for free too. <laughs> Which is oh, awesome. No
1: problem. No, so I've been I like to think of myself as a jack of all trades. Uh-huh. Um I used to do stuff in Illustrator years ago and I forgot how to do everything. So the last few weeks I've just been like refining uh my 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 techniques and relearning tools and whatnot. And just making like very simple wallpapers, and then going back and now adding some complexity to other ones um, that I create. So, yeah, that's another thing that I that I enjoy doing now.
0: Oh, you're great at it! So keep doing it. I can't wait to see what you keep creating. I'm a big fan of them, um, and thanks for putting them out there and sharing them with everybody because they're they're oh. absolutely fantastic. So I want to dive into. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, man. They're great. Come on, we gotta you gotta like give yourself some credit. <laughs> Um, go grab them while you got, while you can, you guys, while they're free. Cause, uh, you could definitely charge for, for the wallpapers you're putting out. They're fantastic. Uh, let's dive into you as, as a creative, H- how would you define yourself as a creative? Cause you do, you do a lot of different stuff. I'm a big fan of all your, the aesthetic you carry across everything you create though. So let's hear from you, what, how you would, dis, uh, describe your creativity.
1: Um, scatterbrain. <laughs> um, <I'll... laughs> All over the place. Um, I I enjoy a lot of uh different things. Like I said, I'm a jack of all trades. Um uh love street photography. Um I love editing videos. Um sorry, I'm saying I a lot. No, you're all so good, man. Talk. I do too. We all have those weird
0: whiskers. I, I could play a game to how many times I say awesome or like in my own podcast.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um but I, I don't know. I just, I just like Nike says, just do it. Like when stuff comes to my mind, I I just go out there and do it. So um, just the other day, what was it? Two days ago, um, I was tweeting about how I went to go to lay down on my couch, and then the idea came to my head for like a uh, print that I wanted to have in my secondary home office setup. Um, so I jumped back on the computer, um, d- created what I had inside of my head. You know, did all the fine tunings, the checks, and then sent it off to print yesterday. Picked it up, and then found out like I my, the frame that I have, you can probably see it. It's like right in that corner over there. But the print that I made, and had printed was too big. I didn't even actually look at the dimensions over there. <laughs> so now I got to go buy a new frame
0: for the print that I was printing out, but yeah, I, I think it kind of went away from the question. Yeah, no, that's good, man. <laughs> like I, I can't wait to see the print, but um, I think the way you describe yourself as a creative um, is something we all struggle with, right? Like when that's kind of an open end question, like how do you describe your yeah. own creativity? It's, you know, it's like one of those employment questions. Like uh, how do you describe your, uh, what strengths and weaknesses do you have? I don't <laughs> know, man, you tell me, <laughs> but you know, yeah. when I look at your creativity, um, you are a jack of all trades. You do a lot of different stuff and you're great at a lot of different things. And like I mentioned, when we started this conversation, your aesthetic kind of, oh, let, let's,
1: let's do what Uh, yeah, yeah.
0: Come back. not, not
1: great. I'm, I'm, I'm okay. At, you know, a good amount of
0: things, but continue. <laughs> I think you're great. Uh, but you're, <laughs> I love that your aesthetic, like your vision for what you want to create carries over, mm. uh, to all the different things you create and and the different platforms you're creating it on. I think consistency is so important and not just consistency when it comes to it like, cr- like put pushing out content, but consistency in the overall lock, over overall look and feel of what you're creating. I think it's super important. And I love that you have that. Um, you brought out a, a, a thing that happened this weekend. So let's talk about that. You had the idea for uh-huh. this print you wanted to make while you're sitting on the couch. And instead of just writing down the idea, banking it for later, you got up and just went and created. So how important is it, is it for you uh, to jump on the idea while it's hot, why you have it instead of like writing it down? Cause that that's a problem I have. I get an idea. I yep. write it down. I don't necessarily jump on it right away, which I, I kind of wish, I kind of wish I did. So tell me about that process for you. How important is that for you?
1: So I'm still learning myself. Um, with everything that I create and the last couple of months I've realized that if I have an idea for something then I need to go ahead and create it and not wait until later because I've been in those you know situations where I had the idea but I'm not excited to create it anymore you know what I mean? Yeah, Um, Or just something else came up so and speaking of I have a long list of YouTube videos that I had titles for, thumbnails for, I had a full script for it, all this and never created it. So yeah, it's just one of the things, one of the excuse me, I can't talk, one of those things where like I don't want to make too many lists of too many different things because then you know uh some of those things on the list would just fall and continue to fall and eventually not get made. Um, I have like general ideas of stuff, but once something pops into my head, I just got to go ahead and go out and create and put it out there.
0: Yeah. You gotta, you gotta jump where the iron's hot, but I also think making lists, like you said, um, Mm -hmm. is like, that's important in itself too, because it helps flush out ideas. It helps that your mind, you know, the gears to start working and to to flush out the ideas that you want, you want to make. Why, why do you have, um, you know, what kept you from making those videos or pushing out those videos where you have the thumbnail, you have the description, you all that. Why, why haven't we seen those yet? What's, what's holding it back? Is it just perfectionism? Um,
1: no, uh, this is pretty much a bad answer. Um, so nobody do what I'm about, <laughs> what I'm about to share here. I didn't put those videos out because I felt like it was not what people wanted to watch.
0: That's And that's okay so, sometimes, right? That's okay. Uh, the YouTube yeah. game, there's that fine balance between creating for yourself and then creating to, to grow a channel because yeah, humans, we judge success. Unfortunately we judge success by, by how well things do and how, how much others like them and not necessarily how much we like them. It, it's a process that we all try to fight, but inevitably sometimes we, we want to grow those channels, right? Cause you find some satisfaction yeah. in it. Uh, how did you start your YouTube channel? Because it, it's, it's fairly new. You're doing great. You're pushing out videos. I love the latest uh, video on, on the Ikea furniture. It, it's absolutely great. And like I said, the aesthetic is just so pleasing. Uh, tell me how you started your channel and what was the thought process behind it?
1: so before I answer that specifically um, in 2018 I was streaming on Twitch so I bought a gaming PC Um, I was playing Fortnite with some people um, streaming on Twitch having fun but that wasn't the creative outlet that I wanted to have Um, so that's when that same year I picked back up a camera because I put it down um, halfway during college and during my professional, you know, career, just because you know, go out and get a real job. Um, <laughs> I was <laughs> I was following that mindset, but when I was streaming on Twitch, um, I wasn't happy because I felt like I could do so much more. Um, and that's when I picked back up a camera, and then. I wanted to get more into uh, video editing. That's when I actually started editing my gaming clips, wasn't fulfilled with that, then did some stuff on Instagram and then eventually came on to YouTube. Um, so when I started YouTube, I was I was doing vlogs. I didn't know what I wanted to do at all and everyone just said, you know just you know just start. you'll figure it out um but that's how i started on youtube and that was that was 2020 right around march march or april yeah one of those days you can't see any of the vlogs anymore because i hit all of them (laughs) all of them were private but that's that's where i got my start
0: okay yeah no man i think that's how a lot of youtuber starts how i started you know like the the creative process is is an evolution right you you yeah. you pick up a camera and you you don't know what you like to do at first that's why you try a little bit of everything that's why you try you know when it comes to photography you try photographing everything when it comes to making yeah. videos you start with the vlogs because that's what drew a lot of us to youtube and then we find out that maybe that's it's not a cup, cup of tea or they're just awkward and um and then we 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 move on. We evolve into our creative style and, and our own creative style. Um, that's awesome. I would love to see some of those vlogs, man. I wish you didn't hide them. <laughs>
1: well, I I unprivated um, one of them, and you can see it as the very last video when you scroll scroll down my page. It's like check that the out. Optimus, Optimus uh Coffee Shop um, with Kevin Marcus Jr. when they opened up, we went to go check them out. Um, I might over time, just like let some become public again and not announce it and just see if I see if anybody watches it. But yeah, that's awesome. That's (laughs) awesome.
0: So where do you see the channel going? I I know that the creative process started just to find kind of like fulfillment for your own creativity. Um, And if that's the direction that it continues to go, there is absolutely nothing wrong with that. That's, you know, part of what this podcast is about is it's okay. Mm. Like you can just be creative there. It doesn't need to be an end goal, but is there an end goal? you know for for where you want to see the channel to go um
1: i'm still branching out um if you go to the uh features tab on youtube you know we can put like your channel trailer yeah. and then if you have playlists you can organize playlists you can organize them um i have some playlists organized so one is desk setup another one is name apple for all apple products um, another one's named Fujifilm, and uh, yeah, that's what I have so far. But I started off after after the vlogs, I started off like focusing on like Fujifilm type of content, like what I wait, what I made with my camera. You know how to use, you know, you know the Fujifilm X S Ten or the X T Three. But I decided I didn't want to like. Go too deep into the niche because I didn't want to be thought of as like the Fujifilm guy you know that people will just come to for questions because you know I'm not tech support um, yeah so I didn't want to go too far down that niche and I said okay what else can someone that has a camera like this uh, what else would they be into if they're on YouTube and I took a look at myself I said okay well look at this this is an iPhone I have an iPhone you probably have an iPhone um, Apple watch you yeah. know, you probably have one you know you're probably sitting at a desk so you know let me pencil that and write that into a uh, section that I'm gonna make videos for and just all things like that that are they're separate but a lot of us have you know Devices, like I just said, and are sitting at a desk. So, I want to make content um, that I myself watch on YouTube and don't mind making and actually enjoy making. So, that's where I see the channel going. And I'm already uh, headed there <laughs> in that direction because uh, this whole first quarter of this year is going to be just home, uh, office, you know, desk setup stuff. You know, sometimes there might be another video that will pop in and be uploaded. If I get like an idea for something, but in a general uh, sense for my content planning schedule, that's what's going to be for this quarter.
0: Nice. Yeah. No, that all makes perfect sense. I think a lot of creators hold back because they don't know what to create, but I, I love what you just did and how you explain that because it's like, well, what do I like? You know, mm-hmm. I like doing stuff with cameras, but I also, you know, I like desk setups. I, I have a phone. I like stuff, doing stuff with my iPhone, with, with my watch, you know? Um, I think that's a great way to figure out what you want to create and what your interest is. And I, I think that will help a lot of people because if you're interested in it, you are unique, (laughs) but you're not that unique. Other people have the same interest. And if you have it, you know, there's going to be other people that, that have that interest too. So I think that's a great start. Uh, I was looking, just looking at your channel while you were talking and you are already headed that direction. Um, a couple things I want to ask you just from that answer, but the first thing I want to talk okay. about is, um, your thumbnails, man, your thumbnails are, Hold on, let me pull up my channel as well. So we your, can... <laughs> your thumbnails are awesome. They are, uh, yeah, I would okay. love to hear what you think of your thumbnails because I, I, I remember, I think it was you. I think I remember a tweet just from like a few days ago ta- when you said that, you know, like the thumbnail game on YouTube and like, it's just giving you a, it, Nightmares, like how to produce a good thumbnail, but your thumbnails are great, man. <laughs> they're absolutely fantastic.
1: Yeah. I mean, they're okay. <laughs> Listen, I'm always going to downplay myself, um, but they're, they're consistent. They're, they're okay. Well, not, not, no, 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 no. There's
0: gradual changes. There's, grand- okay, yeah, there's gradual, gradual
1: changes. changes. You know, I went with the whiteboard aesthetic just because I use um, dark mode. And I think, you know, a good amount of other people would do. And then, you know, it's different. If you see this, you know, on the home screen or uh, in a different lineup with videos, you'll probably might click on it, who knows. But um, going back to the thumbnails, you know, I let YouTube play with my mind too much, because- We all do, we all do. <laughs> you, you know how, like, uh, you'll look at the, was it, the click-through rate for your last couple of videos, you know it might be consistent at least for me it's like a consistent uh, at a consistent uh, percentage number and then I upload a new video and then like I said in that tweet well I didn't say it in that tweet but that CTR for that video poof, <laughs> plummeted. so I was like oh my god this this was not um, eye-catching enough so let me let me go back over here and do something different. And actually, when I made adjustments, it went from 1.9 to 3.7. So that's a little bit better.
0: Yeah, yeah. I always struggle with having it aesthetically pleasing to my eye and looking good mm-hmm. versus eye popping. Like it needs to pop. Like the, I, I think there's a balance between aesthetically pleasing and it actually grabbing somebody's attention. And it doesn't. You, it's very hard to do both. Do you, for me, it's like, yes, it can be eye-catching it or it can be, it can it could look nice. But we got to remember these thumbnails, for the most part, when we're editing them, we're seeing them on on a big monitor when we're editing them. Mm-hmm. You got to remember to shrink that stuff down because yep. a lot of text, man, you can't read that when it's super small. You got to remember that these these thumbnails are being, for the most part, being viewed on a phone and they're going to look super tiny. So we got to remember that, but- I think you found a good balance, man. Um, especially with your latest, like two thumbnails, um, or even three, the one with the watch that I'm looking at like that's So it's aesthetically pleasing and eye popping or eye catching. Yeah. So it's,
1: if I don't know if you know, you probably have noticed like different, uh, how do you say like the genres of Mm -hmm. YouTube videos, like have different thumbnail styles. Um, so if you see a lot of desktop videos it's just a clean just a picture a very nice picture of their desk setup. usually no words you know and that works for a lot of the videos out there but then when you well this is a bad example because finance YouTube is a whole different <laughs> I'm sure you know those thumbnails um, but you know some other videos really work where you have like big bold text like my current uh, my latest two videos um for the ikea alex drawers so I, i i wish a lot of my videos could just be the picture me too but sometimes i just don't take a picture or have an idea of a picture that just works for grabbing you know someone's attention or highlights the subject so i just gotta use big bold text um and not make it look bad
0: <laughs> yeah because i mean if you're going to do text it has to be big and bold because if it's mm-hmm. not anything other than that it's going to be difficult to read unless they're on a desktop and if you look at your analytics the majority of people aren't watching youtube videos on their desktop it's it's on a mobile device um it it's it's hard like you said it's hard to come up with a thumbnail because I think oftentimes YouTubers or just video creators. We look at, we look at what we want the thumbnail to be. And we don't really think necessarily about the title of the video. We know what the video is about. We know what the picture should be, but the, the thumbnail and the title have to work together. They can't be separate. Yeah. They, they almost got to be one in the Absolutely. same because when someone Absolutely. reads that title, that image needs to convey what that title is, you know?
1: Absolutely. So Actually, I want to talk about that. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going back to my page. That's why I'm looking off to the side. Um, I haven't been doing that uh, at the beginning of my YouTube, you know, video career or whatever. Um, But for my titles, the last, like, three months, I've really been trying to have, like, Titles are a whole different thing we can just go into, but just something yeah. that works, um, as well as having like a photo that complements it or has not like alternate text or maybe just the text bigger. Um,
0: yeah, yeah, I think you're you're the like the best and cheap Apple watch band, not made by and then it cuts off, but I'm assuming it says not made by Apple, <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh. That's a great thumbnail. There's no text, but you see an Apple watch and you see multiple bands in that photo. So that's to me, that's like a perfect, perfect thumbnail. So I I hope that did well, because that that is a fantastic thumbnail and good title to go with it. So, yeah, thumbnail, man, thumbnail game is is tough.
1: I've really been trying uh, with titles lately because previously I've just been (laughs) scratching my head with titles actually right now my workflow um all that gets done up front before i ever hit record uh, so i'll have a title that i'm pretty much 90% set on i'll tweak it some um i will have uh the whole script written out still that hasn't changed actually i never used to do that so let me look at my channel the the video that's titled IKEA Girt and Tabletop Review four months later. That was the last time I made a video with without any type of preparation. Yes, yeah, so all videos prior to that one.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, prior to that one were just all kind of like off the top of the head videos. And for me, I'm I'm not a great speaker. I was working on that in high school and, you know, I was getting better, but then I just went back down this hole of not being a good speaker and just my brains just (laughs) scattered. And so when I got in front of the camera, I just started talking. Like I would stutter, I would forget what I was about to say, I would just get frustrated. (laughs) <laughs> you know body temperature went up and just turned off the camera and the Ikea Girton tabletop review video um, I actually have some lines in there that I just repeat over and I just left it in there because I felt like I I don't know I just wasn't prepared now I just pushed that video out and after that one I said never again for me I have to screw I need to script because I need to get all my thoughts down I need to make sure I'm not putting out a incoherent video that didn't make sense so I determined that works for me and that's what I have to do so every video after that has had either a 100% full script or like 80% of the words scripted.
0: I think that's great advice. I think everybody should do something very similar, especially when you're first starting out, because talking to a camera can be extremely (laughs) awkward when you're first starting out. And even if you, you are super comfortable talking to a camera and you're a good speaker, I think at the very minimum, having talking points, having bullet points, having some sort of outline so that you don't miss anything. And so that you can see that what you're trying to convey is coherent and, and flow. So I think that's, I mean, that's a, to me, a best practice, no matter how experienced
1: you are. So, yep. and I was just about to say, yeah. to the other creators, you know, popped into some of my tweets saying, yep, they do bullet points. Mm-hmm. So other ones do teleprompters and all that stuff. Um, Cause I don't think any, well, there might be a couple of people who just do all of their video off the top of the head. I can't do that. You know, I'm impressed with that,
0: but I can't do not having any type of notes or anything. And I have to got a plan. You got a plan, man. Yep. <laughs> and that, that kind of brings me up how, how I just want to wrap up this conversation and talk about, uh, you know, tell me about what planning went into the start of 22, the, f- the first quarter. You said you're, you're working on the desk setups. How important was planning and kind of walk me through the process of what you did to set yourself up for success.
1: <sighs> um, planning is huge because last year, um, this is 2022 now. Yeah. yeah. 2021. <laughs> Um I got frustrated with my own creative workflow because last year I told myself that was the year where I was gonna like make a push on YouTube and just make a lot of videos and I didn't do that. Like I started off 2021 strong, but then I think when March came around, like only had what three or four videos until like September something like that um, it was a very long break uh, i was frustrated mad at myself i didn't plan anything and oh the big thing right here is i was still trying to figure out a lot of my content right um... fairly very new on the youtube scene still uh, and i didn't have a plan so after i came back At the end of last year 2021 um, with a couple of videos you know I'll just point out the Fujifilm lens video and then I decided to buy this Apple watch and that got me excited about creating something and like documenting you know my experience with the watch as well first impressions so I think I just was number one lost on what to make and wasn't excited about anything then didn't know what viewers wanted to watch so all of those things and plus some more stuff just like kept me from uploading anything to YouTube at all so planning is huge let me go ahead and talk about the plans for 2022 so in December you know I had my iPad and actually when I got done writing all this out I tweeted it out just cause, you know, I like sharing things. So I had the first quarter, second quarter, third quarter listed. First quarter is desktop up, everything home office. Um second quarter is oh shoot. What is second quarter? Well, I have <laughs> it's
0: okay. I have we're, not we're not are, there yet. We're not there yet.
1: Yeah, yeah, we're not there yet. Um I'll be ready when it gets there. there we when go. it gets here. Um, but Third quarter, let's skip the third quarter, that's gonna be coming back around to photography content, so um, street photography videos, long-term reviews on some of my lenses and bodies, uh, camera bodies, and then I have fourth quarter as like uh, Techtober. So I haven't fully got into that like some other people. Yeah, I did the Apple Watch stuff. this past fourth quarter but you know this quarter I really want to dive in and just uh, buy a couple of things um, that I've been wanting to have well new the new releases that come out Um, Yeah, so I'm just planning that way and like I said you know other video ideas may pop up and I'll just create that because I don't have to 100% stick to this content schedule but that gives me some type of structure and order to what I'm creating on YouTube um... but yeah for me planning is very big especially since I'm a new channel uh, I know some people can just like go about and just do things and everything works I, I, for me I just gotta I gotta plan, get everything organized and just keep myself accountable for the content
0: that I enjoy making, that I enjoy watching and yeah, just put it out there. Yeah, that's great, man. I, I think that's such a great example for, for any YouTuber or any content creator, no matter uh, where they're at in their creative journey. Planning is so important. You got to do some sort of planning and it's great to see that you've already done that, that you're already thinking to the fourth quarter. And I mean, I can't wait to see what you create. So um, Watts, man, thanks for coming on the show, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I yeah. appreciate it. Of course, if anybody wants to follow along with your creative journey, um, w- what are all the things on all the things?
1: Um, what do you mean? Like my username? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you can, uh, connect with me. I'm not going to say follow. You can connect with me, um, on Twitter, visionary Watts on Instagram, visionary Watts on YouTube, <laughs> <Awesome>. <laughs> visionary Watts. And what else? Oh, I have my website, visionary Yep. So
0: yeah, that's where you can find me. And that's where you can get those wallpapers that I love so much too, right? Is on the website. Yep. And more to come. Awesome. More that I'm working on. Awesome. Awesome. You, you guys, you definitely got to go connect with Watts. He's he's just an overall great guy. And as you can tell, extremely humble because um, it was very difficult to uh, compliment him on how great he is and everything he creates. It's fantastic. Definitely go connect with him on Twitter, YouTube. Instagram, everywhere. You got to do it. As always, I appreciate you guys listening or watching each and every week. And we'll talk to you next week.